Greetings, everyone. Welcome to another great edition of the ultimate Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout Podcast Crown Club. My name is Tom Caswell, aka Great Britom. Uh, unfortunately, Chris is not available this week. He has some family matters that he has to attend to. Uh, but I will be your host. Uh, you may remember me as the very first guest on the very first episode of Crown Club. Um, but joining me this week, more importantly, is our incredible guest, Kate Stark. Kate, how are you today? I'm doing very well. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, when Chris asked me to come in and guest host, I felt like you would be absolutely the perfect guest to to have on board for Crown Club. Um, so speaking of which, Kate, for those that are listening and don't know who you are and what you do, please go into some detail there. Well, my name's Kate Stark. I'm a full-time variety Twitch streamer at twitch.tv slash Kate. Uh, I am also the host of a talk, sh- a talk show that happens mm. within Fall Guys called Talk Guys. Right. And we interview people in the gaming industry and celebs while trying to get through and get as many crowns as possible. Think hot ones, but in Fall Guys and with no hot sauce. Maybe a hot sauce will be introduced uh, later to make these uh, streams even spicier. Um, Now, Kate, you uh, co-host this with Gary Witter, a screenwriter, and I guess now like kind of full-time streamer himself. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, And we did an interview for Digital Trends talking about uh, you guys doing Animal Talking, which was the Animal Crossing Mm -hmm. talk show, and now doing Talk Guys. But I did interview you, and people can go, search for talk guys on digital trends you'll find the link and i'll post it in the link uh post the link in the show notes as well but we did that interview before talk guys had happened yes now that you guys have uh, a few episodes under your belt and you, i think you've got mark hopus from blink 182 we on your do. next episode yeah <laughs> um how has it been what has it lived up to what you guys expected i think so i think it actually kind of went a little beyond what we expected quite quickly um Mm -hmm. so the first episode was dr lupo who's like one of the top streamers on twitch and that was just super fun he out of like 13 rounds we got 10 crowns and uh, i got zero because gary stole one from me but that whole other story um and then the second episode we actually (laughs) had seeing the beef i've been seeing the beef on the twitter ongoing (laughs) uh the second episode we had the lead dev um joe walsh and then oliver who's the social media manager and Mm -hmm. we got so many spicy leaks that they just hadn't announced anywhere um, that it just started blowing up from there because people were people now think that Gary is a dev and I like am very in the know about what's going on. So I have people sure. DMing me being like, um, when can we see this on Xbox? I'm like, I don't know. I'm just a, I just play. Oh no, the gift has become the curse. It Kate. has. <laughs> but yeah, we then we had a couple other guests and now Mark Hoppus from Blink 182 and we have some other really big guests coming that it's kind of just like all very silly, but people seem oh, to really leak like it. Oh, leak it, leak it here. Give us I those can't. leaks. Come on. I can't. Oh. But we do Te- Cool Gary. Let's let's see I now. <laughs> I like I could. I know who they yeah. are, but no, I can't. Sure. Uh yeah. but it's been very fun. It's kind of been a nice low key goofy stress-free project for us while animal talking is on hiatus cool so it has so in that regard in terms of the uh kind of stripped down production and not having as much to do in terms of pre-pro uh beforehand that has kind of lived up to your expectations there that burden has kind of mm-hmm. been lifted yeah because as, as far as like booking the guests once they're locked in it's like 
meet us in Discord at like 6.45 and we'll start at 7. Cool. And the intro was a one-time thing. Our overlays are already done. So it's really after that, just playing Fall Guys for a few hours and attempting to get a few questions out. We just had uh, Felicia Day and Amy Okuda on the show last Friday. And we try, We got like two questions out and then it was just, it descended into complete chaos. And mm-hmm. that was totally fine. Like we expected that and people seem to really love it. So it's like, even if it goes terribly, it's going really well. So there's there's literally no downside to it. So so that actually leads into my next question. Which which game modes do you find to prove the most difficult to conduct an interview through? Which are the ones that are giving you the most problems there? So I think the funny thing for me is because I'm a streamer and I play this a lot, I have very little issue going through rounds and talking. But mm. it's the people getting interviewed who have to think about their answer that are having the issues. So sure. a fun one for me has been match game. Because as soon as the tiles start showing the fruits i ask the question and then they get (laughs) flustered between having to answer the question or remember the tiles and it's been so perfect oh kate you're a a chaos (laughs) sprinkling some chaos into the mix there it's been so fun Um, well everyone can go find uh we'll be providing links for both you and gary's uh yours and gary's twitches and your youtubes because you post you do it live on twitch and then you post the next day to both of your respective youtubes correct uh if i remember correctly so i still um, need to get last episode up thank you for reminding me yeah no i trust me i i'm always like oh i've got to upload that thing i'm gonna upload this thing oh man they're like two and a half Um, to three hour episodes too so it takes a while and i'm just yeah i saw yeah oh man uh well so people can go into the show notes for this episode of crown club to check that out uh so kate let's transition to uh some news Mm -hmm. uh first off so i'm actually i'm gonna blindside you i'm actually gonna add something here (gasps) to the to the news rundown uh this is actually some personal news i announced this on my stream and by the time this episode will go up uh all the information will be out there you can uh follow me at great britom on twitter uh for this info but I am hosting something called the Fall Guys Premier League <gasps> uh, in celebration. Yes, I in celebration it. of the f- end of the first season. It's going to happen on October 6th, which is a Sunday. And it is that is the last week. That is the last Sunday before season one ends and season two begins. So that's in about a month's time from if you're listening now uh, at lo- <laughs> when this episode comes out. And basically what it is, is uh, people that want to compete can buy in. It's uh, $10 buy in. But the whole thing is is between 6 p.m. on that day and midnight uh, leading into the 7th of October, whoever gets the most crowns is the winner. And so you can play on PC or PS4, and you can play as many matches as you want. It has to be in that six-hour period, though. More details will be coming forth on how we're going to keep track of all that. But the winner... Uh, Go that has the most crowns will get half of the pot, and then the other half of the pot will be donated to Black Lives Matter. So we're going to try and raise a little bit of money for charity, and we're going to see if we can get some people uh, in on you know maybe uh, winning some cash there. So uh, you can go follow me uh, at Great Britom on Twitter for all of the notes as well as joining our Discord for the Unranked Podcast, which is the other podcast Chris and I do. Um, as well so that's where all that information is going to be going to be posted it's going to be a a fun time and hopefully we'll be able to do if the first premier league is successful we'll be able to do further premier leagues for future seasons that sounds awesome Uh, 
yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time. I'll uh, make sure to send uh, the info your way, Kate, when it's up. If you are interested in competing, mm-hmm. um, but let's get to the news that is here on the docket. First one. This is a nice little story here. Um, uh, a woman called Eve Evelyn. I think that's. I think that is uh, pronounced Evelyn. Evelyn Pickovet. So. She tweeted out uh, a cake that her mother made for her sister's birthday. Uh, and it is Jump Showdown. I love it. <laughs> the the uh, the final uh, match or uh, round in in Four Guys, we have to jump over the bar the barricades. I, actually, I don't think that's the final because it's not gold, and there's only is one spinner, and it's lime green, which means this is just regular Jump Club. Ah, uh, okay. Oh, okay. Cool. All right, I see it. On the other side, I thought there was one, and I'm colorblind, so that red to oh, me is gold. okay, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is the regular one. This is Jump Club. This see, is jump this club. is why we have experts <laughs> on the on the podcast to call us out when we're wrong. Okay, so this is just Jump Club. But it's Nonetheless, still amazing. Though, this is one of the best cakes I've ever seen. You know what would be really funny? You know that whole, like, this thing is cake trend? What if you cut into this and it was, like, beef? You know, actually, it's not a cake. (laughs) So I actually Um, used to make mm -hmm. like cakes like this. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm a fantastic. I'm a not to toot my own horn, but a fairly skilled baker. And I used to make like wedding cakes and do stuff like this. So I'm actually Mm -hmm. like super impressed with how awesome this looks. So so from your expert cake baking eyes, this is quite a complex and intricate cake to have made. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. As far as the structure of it, because obviously they have the spinners on it, the mm-hmm. fact that that it seems stable is quite good. Obviously, it's a lot of fondant, but it's like they've done a lot of detail work. You can see the little lightning bolt skin on the bean who's diving. They've got all mm-hmm. sorts of different skins. It's wonderful. Yeah. It, it. Oh, my God. And then they've got like the full guy's logo as well on the side. Mm-hmm. It's with the and, gold uh, crown. Yeah, this it. is this is this is a, an amazing, an amazing cake. Uh, people can go check out uh, Evelyn, uh, E-V-E-L-I-E-N, Picavet, P-I-C-A-V-E-T. Go check out her Twitter. She has this posted. It's, 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 it is a work of art. Truly. Um, another work of art, Kate, is the next news story. Uh, there has been a new costume added to Fall Guys. It is the My F- Friend Pedro costume. Uh, are you aware of this reference, Kate? Yes. To what this I am aware of the reference, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually never played it, but I know the game. Um, sure. I am so torn with buying this costume because mm. it's five crowns a piece. Oh, I, yeah, right. Five for the top, five for yeah, the bottom. I yep. have the crowns. But... Right. This might be a good place to mention how many games you've won. You oh, said you might be at 30-something? 31 crowns, 31 wins, okay. I guess. Cool. Um, And I recently bought the uh peabody skin sorry i was like what is it called it's the peabody skin so that was 10 crowns um and then if any like one crown item comes into the store if i like it i'll usually pick it up this Mm -hmm. is something that i would want to buy but i'm like one crown short at the moment ah gotcha so i'm sure when it it might come back into rotation i don't know but th- th- this is this is a good costume to you. This is getting the Kate Stock seal of approval. You're yeah, a fan it's of... like just it's just silly enough. Like the horse. Mm. Oh my god, the horse costume that was in there recently. When mm. you see the horse falling, it is the mm-hmm. stupidest looking thing ever. And that is exactly <laughs> what I want from this game. So this like ticks all the boxes. I think it's perfect. Good. Yeah, I'm 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 a big fan of it. I think that this is 
Uh, also, some of the costumes, like I, I like the uh, portal robot costume, but it's very kind of overly designed and it kind of, I think, takes a little bit of away from like the bean design. So this one is kind of a perfect kind of point where it's unique enough, like you were saying, but it also, you're still, it's still the full guy's bean. It's very recognizable mm-hmm. as that. And I feel of, like you could just buy the top if you really wanted, and then the bottom could be whatever. Yeah, um, absolutely. So you, did, you don't need to buy the full one, but I still kind of want to. Um, I'm quite a few crowns short, though, of buying How either of these have? pieces. I only have... I think, well, I think I have four wins, but I think I only have four crowns because I think I've spent oh, some stuff. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I think I've yeah. like, actually, I don't know because I got six crowns just yesterday mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I didn't check my actual crown count at the end of the day. I probably have enough for the entire skin now. Go follow Kate on Twitter to find out if she has <laughs> enough crowns. At, at Kate Stark <laughs> on Twitter. Friend. Hell yeah, uh, for the My Friend Pedro costume. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Next news story. Uh, so the first Twitch Rivals game of uh, Fall Guys went off. And this upcoming Friday, which is September 11th. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, on this Friday yep. is the next uh, Twitch Rivals. It's the European edition happening. Um, I didn't get to catch any of this. Were you aware of uh, any of the news that came out of this Twitch Rivals competition, Kate? Um, I was actually streaming while it was happening. I think mm-hmm. I was actually doing, I was doing the episode of Talk Guys with uh, Joe and Oliver. So we were kind of getting updates while it was happening. And we had to end the episode because Joe had to go and be interviewed on Twitch Rivals <laughs> for the game. <laughs> um, but I, I caught the NA side of it. And I even think they had um, special emotes that you could get for watching it little fall guys emotes that are like special on twitch which are really cute and i'm sad that i didn't get it's like a bean diving for a crown and then a crown um Mm -hmm. but yeah it looked really fun i'm glad that they're making it a recurring thing what do you think about the future and the potential of fall guys as an esport do you think it's really going to take off and kind of be a big competitor in the market so this funny you mentioned because this is one of the questions that we did ask joe and oliver Mm. and it was like I personally don't see there being like TSM Fall Guys or Team Liquid Fall Guys, but I think competitions like this, where it's obviously just for fun, it's a bunch of streamers having a goof, I think is a great uh, game for that and a great Mm -hmm. platform to do it. Um, But I think as much as I don't want to see it because I don't want this game to be taken too seriously, I would love to see some sort of charity tournament in like a giant arena where everyone like takes it super serious on purpose as a joke. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to see leagues of this. I don't want to see like rosters built up. Sure. That kind of takes away from the goofy nature of it, but it is possible. It'll happen. Absolutely. Um, cool. Well, that, that's a, that's a great answer. I did not expect something that in depth, but obviously again, <laughs> I about having it. the full, one of the full guys experts on here, um, one of the devs, in fact, uh, Kate, Apparently, go, yeah. <laughs> go DM Kate with all of your full guys questions when you want it to be on Xbox and switch. Oh she knows the answers. God. Don't let her trick you into thinking any different. Uh, but something that does know the answer to some of our questions, uh, the full guys bean bot, which has been activated in Oliver's absence from uh he's on vacation a well-deserved well-deserved vacation, deserved right vacation yeah um so the bean bot which 
whether it's a bot or not remains to be seen. But they tweeted out, we're really sorry about the cheating problem. Obviously, there's a lot of uh, uh, glitching and things that I haven't personally seen, but I haven't played the game too much. I don't know what your experience I've with cheaters lot, is, Kate. Yeah, yeah it's I've, bad. I've seen it a lot. And it's okay. it's not, they're not trying to hide it. They're being very mm. obvious about the whole thing. Mm. Um, yeah, it's been it's been getting worse, but I know that they're working on it, as they say in the rest of the tweet. Yeah, we're expanding the current detection system this week to improve things. We also have a big update in the next couple of weeks that adds the same anti-cheat used by games such as Fortnite. Thanks for bearing with us. So I know that when Fortnite implemented this anti-cheat system, the amount of people that were able to, that were cheating in the game and breaking the game and things like that was cut down considerably. So here's to hoping that that happens, that the same thing happens for for four guys uh can you go into any of this detail as a dev kate no uh <laughs> did did joe and oliver speak to any of the cheating in in mm -hmm. the talk guys episode at all they did yeah we did bring it up with them because obviously it's one of the biggest concerns that they were mentioning that if people come to the game for the first time and deal with a bunch of hackers they're gonna leave um mm. so that is detrimental to the success of the game so they basically said that on their roadmap anti-cheat is at top priority the first thing they want to deal with and obviously they're working on it it looks like that was on september 6th they tweeted it out um mm -hmm. and i know they were saying that they really wanted it to come very soon i have seen on twitter i'm not sure if you saw this video but of people recognizing that there's a hacker in the game and then doing everything they can to thwart their them. efforts yeah mm -hmm. so like if they get into a team game they will uh turn around and just i think it was an egg scramble and this one mm. hacker was trying their very best to like fill the net with eggs or whatever. And everyone on their team recognized the hacker and was like, nope, we're throwing and took all the eggs out and gave it to the other teams. I've seen that happen a few times. And I'm like, I'm glad that everyone in the game is so against hackers that they'll ditch their, um, their chance at a crown just to make sure that the hacker doesn't get it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Yonder, who was uh, at J4NDR on Twitch, who's uh, someone in our community for our podcast, Unranked, and uh, was a special guest on one of the uh, episodes of Crown Club. I think it was two episodes ago. Um, he's, near, he's, he's nearing 150 crowns. And so he's run into, obviously played a lot and run into it a lot. And he was saying how he had a game of full ball the other day where someone was clearly cheating on his team and everyone, they were just like scoring on themselves and stuff. And, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's great that people are doing this and also recognizing that, like, hackers not only ruin the game for everyone, but, like, you're not going to win once that team game is over, even if the hacker helps you win that team game. So, honestly, the best thing to do for everyone involved is <laughs> sabotage them as much as possible, even if they are on your team and helping you out. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it talks to the spirit of the game, of this com communal energy that the game brings to uh players of kind of yeah everyone is on their best behavior and doing their best and screw anyone that that is anti being antithetical mm -hmm. antithetical to that exactly. um cool uh next piece oliver full guy social media mastermind has already jumped on the newest full mountain strategy to use the momentum of the course obstacles to gain a leg up on the previously perfected course run um i don't know if you if you've seen this this strategy in play also has Oliver won a crown yet? I think yet? that I... was his first crown. Okay, gotcha. Because when so he, he was... won a crown because of this, I think so. Because on when we were talking to him, he had zero crowns, which was 
almost ironic because of how much he was bullying Tim the Tatman for having zero crowns, <laughs> and he himself had none. Yeah. Um, but he was saying basically that he was going to stream until he got his crown and streamed for like a ridiculous amount of time or something. And then this one saying, I did it on my first attempt, short stream, boom. So, I mean, good for him. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he is obviously spending his vacation time very well. I feel and... bad that his vacation time is being spent playing the game that he's having to, his like all consuming, um, with his job recently, but. I mean, as long as he's having fun. Yeah, hopefully that's a a personal choice for him and not just like he feels obligated to play Fall Guys. Um, But, you know, maybe that's a testament to just how good this game is that he's able to uh, achieve this and and play this game even on his vacation. Still have fun, yeah. Um, Okay, the last piece of news here, the Fall King. I know who the Fall King is. Oh, are you like personally or just? No, I went into his stream after that tweet. Oh, fantastic. Yes, uh, I think I jumped in after they retweeted him as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think this may have been mentioned on pre- an ep- previous episode of Crown Club, but if not, um, he is a uh, Fall Guys player. He is up to 429 crowns now, and he has uh, tweeted out every win. He's recorded every win, and it's in a big Twitter thread. Uh, there and I mean 429 crowns. Kate, okay, if you had to guess the percentage of players that have over 400 crowns, oh, like one, one percent maybe. It's, I like I. <laughs> this is. I wish they would release some stats, but mm-hmm. but but not really because then I think it gets too um, serious. Kind of what I was going back to with the esports thing is I would mm. love to see just. With, without any names being called out, this is the percentage of players who have more than this many crowns. This is the percentage who have more than this many crowns, but not do full leaderboards when people can make it too granular. Just like, mm-hmm. just give a, a very broad idea of what's going on. Or like just the number of players, the percentage who who win on Fall Mountain as opposed to Hexagon. Um, but just without being too detailed. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, agreed. I, it's I'm sure that that them trying to figure out the correct balance of what stats are shared and what aren't is part of the reason why we don't have leaderboards currently. But 429, um, that was so wholesome too because Fall Guys finally saw this happening. They found his mm-hmm. Twitter thread, tweeted it out, and it was like, "Everyone, this is the Fall King. Go talk to him." And I went in when he had like. I think he usually had like two viewers and he was up to like 2000 and everyone in chat was just like, this is our King fall King and putting all <laughs> their crown king. emotes and stuff. And he was <laughs> loving yeah. it. He didn't know what to do, but it was very wholesome and sweet. Yeah. I, I I've tuned into a couple, if I've caught a tweet or something that's just come out and that they've done this a couple of times through the, the four guys Twitter where they're like, here's a really small streamer that has, you know, who's playing the game, like go check him out. And- yeah. You jump in and you just see like them, like obviously overwhelmed by, overwhelmed by the support. So that that that's fantastic. Um, okay, so moving out of news, uh, fail guys. This is usually a segment where we highlight uh, either a funny clip or something like that. Um, I have here in the notes, uh, Chris had written: players still cheating and players still using video and submissions to alert the team and making the easy to access cheats that that much more known. So. I think we kind of went into this into, mm-hmm. into the news. Everyone's kind of more aware of 
how people are kind of hacking the game and and what cheats they're employing to to try and win and obviously the community rallying against that which is which is awesome i just um, can't imagine cheating putting the mm-hmm. effort into cheating and hacking in a game which is i mean a, technically a kid's game right i just <laughs> sure. what kind yeah. of how sad do you have to be i know i know <laughs> i know i completely agree so if you're out there if you're listening to this and you're a cheater just know that full guys developer kate star <laughs> knows th- thinks you're a loser and i think you're a loser yeah and i you, mean like, you're a loser like there's so many more productive ways to spend your time read a book learn how to bake bread go outside for a walk take up tai chi i don't know <laughs> I mean, do literally maybe- anything <laughs> Maybe that that's they're like, oh my god, I don't have time for my Tai Chi class. I have to cheat to get crowns. Maybe that's their logic. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's, that's their the maybe that's their therapy. And you know what? I can't. Whatever. <laughs> just stop doing it. Yeah, just stop. You 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 sad loser. Okay, <laughs> next next segment. Uh, so I'm gonna rattle through some submitted uh, community ideas that have been submitted through the Fall Guys Discord, Kate. And I'm just going to get your quick thumbs up, thumbs down if you think it's a good suggestion. Sure. So this is, these have all gone through the voting process to be submitted to the devs for consideration through the uh, official Fall Guys Discord. Okay. So the first one comes from a user called Call Me Max. Uh, this suggestion is approved. It says, instead of replacing existing existing minigames in Season 2 with the medieval theme, you should keep both versions for more variety. In fact, never replace existing minigames and always add the new versions on top. How do you feel about this as we go forward with them adding new content? Do you think they should just add or do you think they should be removing content? So I know I know what's happening. Ooh. I know what they're doing. Oh. Um, they're just adding on top. Cool. Joe Walsh, lead designer, said their mission, their hope, is that as new seasons come out and new game modes come out, that they just keep adding more levels to the point where there's about 100 of them. And so you might not see Slime Climb, for example, for weeks. But when you Wouldn't get Slime nice? Climb, I love Slime Climb. How do you? I do, I do. But I tell you what, man, that separates the wheat from the chaff. It does, but I love it for that. But I know, mm. so they're saying like, Maybe you wouldn't see a certain level for weeks on end, but then you get excited when it comes back up. So they were just saying that they're just going to keep building on what they have. And there's a chance that, you know, if something needs to be tweaked, they'll take it out, tweak it, bring it back. But their goal is to just keep building on top of what they already have, which I think is great. Cool. Well, that's that's good to know. Thanks. Thanks mm-hmm. for sharing that. Um, Next suggestion, this comes from Iced Fox. It says, when a team scores a goal in full ball, instead of throwing in the ball form above, let it roll in from one side like a table soccer game or foosball oh. or whatever it is called. Prevents cheap kick of goals and can make the game more interesting. Um, thoughts on this? I think it's a good idea. I would almost like to see three points of where the ball could come from and have it randomized. So like one from mm. either side midfield and then the chance of one dropping from the top. Because mm. you, you know when you're on a roll and it drops midfield, you got the people who jump headed they in. They just got it, yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. And that's an almost guaranteed goal. But if it was randomized, you couldn't have people camping midfield. I mean, mm. you could, but the chances of them getting it would be less because what if it came in from one of the sides? And then it's not yeah. as easy to score that goal. I think that's a fun Yeah, idea. That's, a, that's a really good suggestion. I didn't even think about think about that. And, and it is right. Like, Fall Guys, it's... I mean, it doesn't happen all the time. Obviously, I've been in games where we've come back from nothing or the opposing team has come back from nothing after being down so much. 
but it it there does seem to be this thing where you get into a rhythm and you just keep scoring. <laughs> yes, and it's so, wonderful. I think my best yeah. was like eighteen nil. Oh shit! I, I don't think I've ever been in the in the in the doubles there. It was gross. I think Lupo had a twenty seven nil game. Oh my god! Which is disgusting. But it feels um, so good. Yeah, it does. It does. Cool. All right. Next one. This com- this comes from GH Humor. Idea for Hexagon. Have a small mini map on the side so you can see how many people are above below you. I- I'm going to. Yeah, I don't like it either. I think that a whole part of the game is not knowing where people are. Yeah. Um, and adding an element of a UI element to just one specific game feels antithetical to the entire idea of Fall Guys. Yeah, I think part of it is not knowing who's above and below and Mm. having to quickly check at like how many players are left and trying to figure it out. Something we were discussing as far as a UI element that I think would be useful, not quite with Hex, but if you are playing in a squad, just give us our names or icons or something in the bottom left-hand corner and gray them out if they get eliminated. Because so many Mm -hmm. times it's so hectic and I'm like, on match game and like shit who's left like what's going on who's still in right whereas if the name just grayed out i could look and be like oh gary got eliminated of course <laughs> um yeah that for, for me one of the things that i would love them to add and obviously they were planning on adding it and then they were like it makes time make still takes time is just having the integration of uh party squads with it defaulting to their viewpoint and then having it show a visual representation of who in your party is still in. I completely agree. That is the one kind of uh, UI element that I think kind of has to be added eventually because otherwise... Pardon me, you know, keep going, but I I think they did actually just patch that in. Oh, really? Great. The the, um, auto-spectate, the teammate. It seems in the games we were playing yesterday, it was doing that, and I don't know if that was by chance, but it seems to be too consistent. I think it might be by chance just because yesterday when I was playing that that wasn't the case. Um, but I just got may, really I don't lucky know, then. Maybe, yeah, I don't know. May, maybe it is and I'm crazy. I don't know. But uh, uh, I, I know that regardless, that feature is either implemented in the game or is coming soon. Yes. But uh, I do agree with having the, the UI element of, of seeing who is still left in your party and not hasn't been eliminated would be fantastic yeah uh, okay the next one it comes from uh morlock they say make lock a cosmetic background color by the rarity oh. i don't really know what this means do I, you know what this i means? think they just mean the wait locked cosmetic background Locker, color locked cosmetic back by the Oh, I I had a thought in my mind of what it was, and then I read it more, and now I have no idea. I thought it was the, like, the bean skin color sorted by rarity, mm. but I don't think that's what this is now. It's been yeah. approved, so I don't know, you know, good on them for approving it, but I, I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> this, they, maybe they just mean sorting the cosmetics by rarity, because, like, you don't really know, and it can be kind of jumbled up. So whenever yeah. I get a new cosmetic, it just tacks on the end. So maybe they just want like all the legendaries in one spot, all the rares, commons, whatever. Yeah, Which, maybe that makes that's sense. that. I think that that's what this is now that you're, you've explained it. So the wording and, is just a little. Uh, yeah, I, I would give this a, a thumbs up if that is the case, because, um, you know, although, well, 
to, to me, like, honestly, like the cosmetics, what I love about them is like, what am I feeling? Yeah. Like, I'm not necessarily concerned about, oh, am I wearing a legendary or am I wearing just a common skin? I'm just like, because I think right now I'm an astronaut with a tutu. Um, <laughs> That's a I don't, what, what are you What are you rocking? <laughs> I actually am really happy with what I just put together. I have been yeah. waiting on this constellation skin for so mm. long and I've seen it and I've heard about it, but I never had it in my store. And I bought it yesterday. I think it cost a crown worth it. So I have mm. a black and white constellation skin and then the golden like cracked egg hat. And, Ooh, very nice. Which again was something I've been waiting in the store. So if I can just get the bottom half of that egg, then I have like my perfect outfit. I'm very perfect. into space. Awesome. So the constellation thing is like I needed, I needed that. I'll have to check that, uh, check that out because I don't think I've seen that constellation it's one. Very yet, good. But um, very cool. Uh, okay, last, last, last suggestion mm -hmm. here for us to approve. Uh, this is by not you in the Discord. Show how much kudos exactly did you earn for each round in the results screen. By showing this information directly to the players on the results screen, they will know that they're being rewarded for placing better in the games, and it would give the players incentive to improve. I, they, I would. Oh, mm -hmm. on those screens, the in between it, rounds. Yeah, it's so at the end, it just shows you how many kudos you've won overall right. and not per round. And I understand that the better you place and the faster you complete something, like you're getting more kudos, but there isn't really a breakdown of that information. Obviously, also, it doesn't show you where you place in the game. You just kind of have to guess. As, you know, if you have a couple of people jumping across the line or, you know, what have you at the same time, you're just your best guess as to where you placed is, is just up to you. Um, so personally i i would actually like to see more of that information how, how do you feel about it yeah i i don't need it <laughs> okay i think again that kind of takes away from the simplicity of the game when people start breaking it down by "Ooh, i placed fifth instead of six and i got two more kudos i don't think it really needs to be quite so in depth there but mm -hmm. i mean every person feels the same, a different way rather um so i know people want to know their percentage of how many times they've qualified on a certain map um but i just don't i just don't have the energy to think about that kind of stuff to be sure. perfectly honest you, you have to get to your tai chi class yeah exactly exactly instead of hacking or think about the minutiae of kudos i do appreciate the fact that people are putting so much effort into these suggestions though like people mm -hmm. it Honestly, it shows how much people care about the game and how much they want it to improve and how invested they are in it when they come up with suggestions like this. So I really mm. appreciate the fact that people are taking the time to think about how it can be better. Mm -hmm. I think yeah, it's great. Com completely agreed. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, now, now it's time for me to ask you, Kate, what is an idea that you might have for a map or an obstacle or a feature or a costume what, what is something you'd like to see in the game? Obviously, we talked about having that UI for um, parties and knowing who in your party is in and who in your party is out. Is there anything else uh, that you would like to, uh, if you could have your way, would be in the game? Um, I think that is probably like the main feature. One of the ones we were talking to Joe and Oliver about was, and this is just like so silly, but when you're uh, loading into a game and getting like, getting into a server just having all of your squad falling at the same time would just be a cute touch because right now you're falling on your own but i want to see everyone in their dumb hot dog outfits diving together 
Um, sure. I think that would be good. The other one, which is something that's become a reality, which I'm very excited about, is I really just wanted a witch skin. And <laughs> they announced it and I freaked out because I just really want to play as a witch. I think that'll be really mm. great. Um, I would love to see more maps in the same vein as Seesaw. And don't come at me. Listen, Seesaw is one of my favorite levels. But I love the idea of having a map in a race form where you are playing against everybody else, but your success also depends on them. Mm -hmm. If that makes any sense. It does. Yes. It does. So I love that style of map. And like Slime mm -hmm. Climb is a similar way. Your success depends on everybody kind of doing the correct thing and getting through. But there's a slight bit of competition. I just want mm -hmm. more more race, of that more of that one more race cool. levels those are excellent suggestions kate thank um you. so thank you for, for thank you for sharing those uh okay well we've come to the final segment which is the hot tip uh i've got one here from from that chris wrote um so if it doesn't work for you do not come at me i'll come go at chris. After chris okay great go, go after chris <laughs> um so this is this is what we got he's got a he's got a guide on how to get a good run in Jump Showdown, which is the final version of Jump Club. I'm really um, good at this map. So this is this is what he says. He says, as tiles fall, move to the opposite end of the first tile that dropped. Then continue to average between the falling tiles, staying with the large chunk at all times. You want to avoid being stuck on a single tile when two others are still connected, as yours will likely be the next one to go. The interior of the beams moves slower than the exterior, and there is less room for mistakes unless you are jumping to another platform. Always stay towards the edge of the platform on the widest side of the wedge. Mm -hmm. um, if and when the final beams are lining up with one another, run away from it to the side farthest to gain any possible extra time. For separation, jump off the platform away from the wedge, then turn around and dive back onto the platform. This is your best chance of getting through the wall created and surviving the showdown to win. This is when most people are eliminated who make it to the final wedge. Immediately after, head back to the side closest to the oncoming poles on the widest edge of the circle. The gap will be open enough on the next rotation to jump again. Now, I'm going to be honest, Kate. I have no idea what I just said. <laughs> um, and I don't sense. know how... It did? Yeah. Okay. I, 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 I was having trouble following along there no, <laughs> in my good. mind as I was reading. It, okay, it, cool. It made sense. As far as the top part with the falling tiles wanting to stay at the larger chunk, that's true. You always want to stay where there's more tiles. Most of my eliminations on this map are because I'm on the wrong set of tiles. And sometimes you just can't get to the one that's remaining. It's just mm -hmm. impossible. You try to jump, but it's too far. Like, I've seen a lot of people get eliminated that way. Makes sense. I all, I'm so surprised by the amount of people who on a tile will be at the back edge of it, right next to the edge where they can fall off. I am always on the front at the the widest part of it because then if I do screw up, I have the most amount of time to potentially recover from it. Mm -hmm. But the they're wild. I don't know how they don't die of anxiety when they're on that <laughs> smaller people, edge. People literally like to live on the edge, Kate. Um, so. Apparently. <laughs> That's um, what it is. I, I actually just learned how to grief on this map. Mm, so how are you griefing so it happened to me and now i've turned around and started doing it to people but mm -hmm. as the lower smaller bar is coming towards you you just grab onto someone and let them go 
and basically they don't have time to recover and they get swept off the side They'll and you can jump and into... keep going. Mm-hmm. And it has happened so many times and you feel mm-hmm. so good when it happens, but there is a chance that you will get swept off as well if you don't sure. time it right. Um, but it does feel very good. <laughs> oh, well, uh, if you would like to uh, delve into some griefing on Jump Showdown, there is a actually a pretty great tactic on how to do it. Uh, do you have any other hot tips for any other matches? Obviously, Seesaw is your favorite. Do you have a strategy for that or any of the other matches? Um, not really. Uh... I'm trying to think now. Not really. I just, okay. I'm sure I do if somebody was watching me play, but because it's, it comes so naturally now, I just can't think of any. I mean, slime climb is just like, I try not to go around the corners anymore. I jump up. Um, sure. So you're doing the whole, like using the obstacles to get onto yeah. the next level instead of the zigzagging. Only one I can't do yet is jumping on the little hammer mm-hmm. when you're on yeah. the, like, the hammer part with the slime. I yep. haven't nailed how to jump from that up top um Mm -hmm. but i've seen it done and i'm like all right i'm practicing that that is what Mm -hmm. i'm going going to learn how to do but everything else is pretty easy like jumping on the dorito up to the second part and just like hopping it's it's pretty simple i don't know people think it's so uh difficult i'm like no it's just a jump it's very easy well kate if you do come up with any further hot tips or you do indeed uh, find the ability to jump onto the hammer and up onto the next level. Uh, where can people find your streams? Where can people find your Twitter for all of that information, just in case they've forgotten? So the Twitter is at Kate Stark, uh, and the Twitch is very easy to remember, twitch.tv slash Kate. Well done. Thank I'm you. nabbing that. I know. <laughs> so you can find new episodes of Talk Guys through Kate's Twitch, uh, and, and then it goes up on her YouTube uh, the next day. Uh, we will include links to both Kate's Twitch and her YouTube in the show notes below. Um, Kate, thank you so much for joining me this week. Thank what a fantastic discussion. No, absolutely, of course. And you're always welcome to... Uh, on on the podcast in the future and i'm sure we might hit you up again uh, at some <laughs> point so we'll we'll let you know um i've been tom aka great britom on each and every platform uh you can find me on twitter uh and twitch that those are kind of like the main two that i use where i will be sharing more information on the fall guys premier league happening october 6th at 6 p.m eastern time so until next time guys keep falling is I think how this how I'm meant to end this. Fall real good. <laughs> <laughs>